Hello. How's it going, everybody? Hopefully this one is going to go better than the last half an hour when I spoke to myself. This whole microphone and going to computer is really kind of fucking messing with me. Getting too big time for my own good, I guess. Guess that's what happens when you pull a drunken, drug-addicted shithead out of the oil field and put him into an office job and give him a family and <clears throat> give him a fucking hobby. Well, I'm trying. Hopefully this shit will get figured out here shortly. But I guess I'll start off with this one with uh, Hey Funk. You're lucky that last one didn't record. Because I ragged on you pretty good, brother. <laughs> I love you, but our fans are still waiting. Your 800 downloads over where you were supposed to make an appearance and give them their special one. So hopefully I'll get this uh, shit figured out because your life is too busy right now for you to come down. I wouldn't even ask that of you. And... Uh, on that note, congrats, brother. I'm glad things are going good so far. If you got to fight, fight. You never used to back down, so why would you now? Alrighty. Now, <clears throat> one more thing i got to say is a huge, huge thank you to those of you that have put the interest in my decals out. If you haven't seen them yet, jump on over to Tales of a Messed Up Northern Boy on Facebook check out the pictures if you want one send a message to tales of a messed up northern boy or to bubs bubs or if you know who i am personally shoot me a message i'm gonna let it out of the bag here i'm thinking i, I got a number in mind for when i'm gonna let it out of the bag i'm sure the majority already know who i am but whatever but thank you for ordering those up, <clears throat> those of you that have. Um, <clears throat> and I just want you to know, I'm not trying to get rich off of doing this. Like I told you before, it started as a joke, and it's going way better than I ever thought it would. So instead of me having to pull money out of my family's pocket to upgrade, to get better sound quality, to get better equipment and to have my drinks while I record. What little bit I'm making off of those decals, that's what it's going towards. It's going back towards the podcast. So if any of you are interested in getting one, email the podcast, jump on Facebook, message me, Bob's Bob's on Facebook. If you know me personally, message me personally. Fuck it, give me a call. My first one, the first order that was, the first one that was bought, says, I'm a messed up northern girl, listening to Tales of a Messed Up Northern Boy podcast. And I got a little surprise for that, uh, for the buyer of the first one. So, there's a surprise coming with it. And, uh, I hope you enjoy it. So, for the rest of you, get on over there, have a look at them. I'm asking 20 bucks for them, like I said. I'm not making a lot of money off of it. I'm not out to get rich doing this. 
till I hit Joe Rogan status. Because I'm coming for you, Joe. I'm going to get you with all 30 followers I have on my Podbean now. And yeah, it's I got a long way to go, but I'm coming. He'll probably be dead and gone or quit podcasting long before that. But I'm coming. So, now we're going to dive into a story here. And I'm not sure where to go because I was on a fucking roll for the last half an hour when I realized my dumbass didn't have the mic plugged in properly. So I thought, well, I will hook a set of earbuds up and see if I could hear myself through that to make sure it was recording. But that doesn't work. I can't hear myself that way. So now I have to stare at this damn computer screen and make sure that the thing is doing the thing that shows that you're getting sound to this recording. But, hey, I'm fucking learning. And I got one hell of a drink into me while I was talking to myself for a half an hour. You know, because really, I'm sitting here talking to myself right now. But, I don't think I am. I pretend like I'm talking to all seven of you that are listening. (laughs) So, I guess I'm going to jump over to a few McQuagmire stories here. Because y'all kind of got robbed when I tried to do the live with McQuagmire episode. I heard all you could hear was me. So it was a very one-sided conversation. And that was probably one of my most favorite and fun episodes to do up to date. Sorry, had to have a drink. Because we just got on, we were bullshitting, telling stories to each other, just talking like me and my boys do. And that's what I miss. It's just my my buddies popping down, having some drinks, bullshitting, reminiscing. Because we're all old now. So, I'm going to come touch on a little story here. We were hung right the fuck over one morning. And, uh, phone rang. And it was my ex, well, she was, it, it was it was fucking complicated, I'll put it that way. She was, uh, yeah, complicated. We were poisoned for each other. Everybody said when we were together it was great because it was like the sparks were flying everywhere. But what they didn't see was when we were together and the sparks were flying, we were both pouring gas. <laughs> and not in the good way. <laughs> but we're, we're in my trailer and uh, McQuagmire had a girl over. And we'll call her Tracy. Yeah, that'll, that'll work. The name is Tracy. Hopefully I don't mess that up. And uh, they were kind of seeing each other, partying together or something. I don't even fucking remember. And uh, McQuagmire and McQuagmire's wife. More McQuagmire's wife. He's got a past. I know you know that. Don't hold the story against him. <laughs> and if you do, hit him hard. But, uh... We got up, and the phone rang. And I actually think the night before, that chick that I was 
that, that it was complicated. We'll, we'll call her complication. The complicated girl. She phoned the night before, and I think we put her on speakerphone because she was living in her, with her parents in Edmonton. And uh, they were gone for the weekend or something, and we were partying. It was a Friday night because, well, it didn't fucking matter what night of the week it was. We partied. But complicated phone the next morning and was trying to talk me and McQuagmire into going down. Well, we were both really hungover, and we talked about it and somehow figured out we could come up with fuel to get down there. Complicated girl had booze and food and a place for us to stay when we got to the city. And what did I say that? Oh, Tracy. Because me and McQuagmire were broke as fuck that weekend for some reason. Probably partied too hard. And uh, that girl, Tracy, had smokes. So she was going to cover us for smokes. The complicated girl was going to give us a place to stay, pay for our booze, and feed us. And we had fuel figured out. Let's just say... We weren't paying for it. So we went flying down. And uh, went down. Showed up at the complicated girl's parents' place. Well, me and the complicated girl, we had to go into the bedroom and get something out of the way. And then we came out and we drank in the kitchen. And this was a pretty big shack. Complicated girl's parents had a few dollars. And we drank a lot of the beer in the kitchen and listened to some tunes and just had a, a good little relaxing time. And then we went downstairs and we watched a movie and I think I got drunk and actually passed out on the couch downstairs. So I didn't even get to sleep with complicated girl that night <clears throat> and we got up the next morning and we fucked off for home that was just me one of many many of the trips that me and McQuagmire made to the city man I'm so pissed that we lost that episode of the live with McQuagmire it was great <clears throat> but it is what it is now I feel like I'm shitting the bed on this episode because the last one I did here this evening was fucking gold and I mean absolute fucking gold but I knew I couldn't try and do the same one again tonight because it would have just turned out to be shit so me and McQuagmire used to do a lot of 4 by 4 and stuff like that. Well, he had this old truck that he called Goldie Hawn. Oh, I so want to tell them where they can go and see a video of Goldie Hawn's straight pipes on YouTube. So, McQuagmire, 
I know you're listening. Give me the go-ahead to shoot that page out because some of the shit you have on there and some of the shit you built, like your redneck roller coaster, you should have been a fucking engineer, not a truck driver. <laughs> but then you would have probably never done the things you did because it would have been a job and not fun. But another time, and actually it happened on more than one occasion, Goldie Hawn, had, he broke the broke the frame on it. And then he was living in a trailer park, actually the same trailer park that he lived with me in, he ended up with a trailer in there. And we turned Goldie Hawn into a swimming pool slash hot tub. That's the kind of people we are. And that's not the first time that happened, and it wasn't the last time that happened in my life with my friends. <laughs> so we had a tarp in the box of Goldie Hawn. It was an old square body, three-quarter ton, I think. I, don't, I think it was a 350 in that. Or it was a 350 or a 454. It might have been even a diesel. I don't fucking know. I don't remember. Jesus, that was a long time ago now. But we piled me and Justin from uh, the Live with Brent and Justin episode. And Captain, and you all know who Captain is if you've been listening for a while. If not, go back and listen to some of the stories about Captain. Because that is one crazy motherfucker. So there was me and Captain and one of the Justins and McQuagmire. And we were sitting in the box of this Goldie Hawn square body, drinking beers in the trailer park full of water with a tarp in it. We were getting cold, so McQuagmire gets the bright idea that he's going to figure out a way to heat this fucking thing. So he wires up a little, I think it was a gas, no, yeah, I think it was a gas stove that he was boiling water in, got the water boiling in it, and then hooked it up to, I think it was a fish tank pump, and was pulling water out of the box of the truck, putting it into the pot, boiling it, and then sending it back in to the box of the truck. And then we found out the water wasn't circulating that good for us in there. So he grabbed an electric trolling motor and stuffed that in to circulate the water around. Needless to say, hillbilly engineering at its fucking finest. <laughs> and then when we were done, we dropped the tailgate on that on the, on the old Goldie Hawn truck and just let the water buck. It was a good time. I remember another time. I don't remember if he was living with me in my trailer at that time or if he was back out on the farm. But it was right around the same time that I had my trailer and... I t if you haven't listened to the I Miss My Bully episode, go back and listen, because I talk about the mini quad I bought. Well, this mini quad, that thing transported my drunk ass all over town. Like, I could strap a case of beer onto the back of it, and a jerry can onto the front of it. 
And that would be my transportation all over town, partying, drinking. The thought in my head was, well, they can't hit me for an impaired because they couldn't catch me on it. Luckily, I never did get caught on it. But the one night, we decided we were going to go two towns out. Two small towns to go drink in the bar out there. And uh, what was it? Fuck. I should know. I want to say about 50 or 60 kilometers from our hometown out to this little town that had a wicked little bar. And we were going out there and uh, I wanted to see if my mini quad could make the run all the way out there. Because you got that thing opened up out on the road, and she'd do 50 or 60K. And we had lots of time to get. It's not like we were rushing there. So we put the jerry can into the box of McQuagmire's white Chevy at the time. I don't remember who all was there. I know there was me, McQuagmire, and at least one other one. But we left my trailer park. And I was riding that fucking thing. And instead of going straight for the bar, out in that small town, I took a little tour out by my shop to see if anybody was hanging around at the shop in the middle of the night. I don't know why. Probably drunken stupidity. Thinking, hey, maybe we'll grab somebody else to come party with us. But, uh, going around a corner out there, caught a rut on that little Chinese mini quad and it flung me over the fucking handlebars. Oh, it didn't slow me down. Well, I think I stopped and had a smoke before I fucked off and kept going. It was good times though. And then uh, we hit the highway and we went zooming through past the first little town. And I remember McQuagmire telling me as I went across the set of tracks at the bottom of this hill. He said it was the funniest shit in the world because he was coming behind me nice and slow, kind of pacing for me, trying to make sure I had a little bit of light. But when I couldn't see, because <clears throat> I had rumble strips on one side of the highway, like on one side of the shoulder, and ditch on the other. So I'd just kind of try and keep myself between the two. If I hit the rumble strips, I'd go the other way. If I started to catch the ditch, I'd go back the other way till I caught the rumble strips again. It was a good time. Well, we hit the top of that hill. Oh, before I hit the top of the hill, McQuagmire fell back because there was a semi coming. And he said that semi blew past him and then went to jump back into the right-hand lane. He said, and I could tell the exact second that fucking semi saw you because that motherfucker cranked the wheel to the left and didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I can just imagine what he was thinking. And then we get to the top of the hill and... I stopped, let my hands warm up a little bit, because it was a little chilly, and uh, have a smoke, and McQuagmire got the idea that he wanted to give the mini quad a rip for the last little bit, because I was telling him how much fucking fun it was. So, he went to pull on it, and get it going. Just one second. Something's going on. So this is the worst thing about not having a specific podcast room to do my recordings in. I keep getting interrupted. But whatever. So my quagmire wanted to fire it up and go for a rip. 
I think he was going to let me drive his truck behind him, which probably wouldn't have been a good idea the state I was in. But he went to fire the fucking mini quad up and he pulled on the pole starter and pulled on the pole starter and pulled on the pole starter. And fucking broke it. Fucking little bastard. And I think we fired it into the box of his truck. And uh, continued our way out to that little bar and quite thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. Like we always do. We, we always, always had a great time. But uh, another thing that happened right around the same time as I bought that mini quad, fuck that mini quads, brings back some memories. We had a park that ran right through the center of our town. And I remember flying through there with a case of beer strapped on the back and a jerry can strapped on the front one time and I'm flying to a fucking party. Uh, I come around some fucking corner <laughs> there's some hobo standing there. We'll call him Hobo Joe. Because all my hobos I call Hobo Joe. Well, he fucking near pissed his pants when I got around the corner. Jumped right out of his fucking skin. Freaked right out. And I laughed and kept on going. He was pissed right off. So... Hillbilly went from the 79 T-Bird to, fuck, I want to say the right year, but I think I'm going to be wrong. I want to say it was an 83 D100 extended cab with a sleeper on it that he painted with a fucking paint roller. Then he stepped right up in the world and bought a beautiful, beautiful fucking truck. And it was right about the same time I bought that mini quad. Like, there was a lot happening right around that time I bought that mini quad. Maybe it's just I remember so much of it because the mini quad brings back so many memories. But me and Hillbilly, we were out cruising the back roads in his pretty much brand new truck. And we were hitting the 4x4 areas out where his farm is having a fucking blast but we couldn't find any real good good fucking mud my mini quad was strapped into the back of this brand new truck of his i don't remember hillbilly you'll have to correct me if i'm wrong but i think that one was a three-quarter ton and i want to say that it was an oh five dodge of course full friggin load this hillbilly wouldn't have nothing left or not nothing less than than the best back then he always said, "You ain't living unless you're three quarters of a or unless you're a quarter of a million dollars in the hole." Now to have the same kind of truck he had then that had put him there, damn near, and it wouldn't give him a fifth wheel like he had or a boat like he had or none of the other toys. But we were all banging around drinking beers in that truck, trying to break it in. Just having a blast. My mini quads strapped in the back. And, uh, <laughs> couldn't find real, real good mud. Well, we got this idea that we should go into the one field that was his field and rip some donuts out in a real wet area. Well, that was a bad, bad, bad idea. 
because he was going to go out and fix the field before the old man found out. Well, the old man got tired of waiting for the hillbilly to go out and fix that up. And I remember, I got a phone call from the old man. The old man only ever fucking phoned me once. <laughs> and he chewed my ass because he knew fucking well I was with Hillbilly on that one. But they knew I would, that we were up to no good that night. They just didn't know where we'd been up to no good because that brand new truck was covered in fucking mud. You couldn't even really tell that my little mini quad was in the box. It was a good night. It was a fucking good night. <laughs> So this episode I don't think is going to be that bad. I think it turned out half decent. Not nearly as good as the last half an hour that I talked to myself because my mic wasn't working correctly. And hopefully this one comes through decent. If there's some kind of crap in it, let me know. If I don't know what I have to fix people, I can't fix it. I don't want to lose you as listeners. And again, before I uh, sign off here... If you want one of the decals, jump onto Tales of a Messed Up Northern Boy Facebook page, Bubs Bubs profile on Facebook. If you know me personally, hit me up. 20 bucks a decal. Like I said, I'm not trying to get rich off of this, but little bit I am making off those decals is going to go straight back into the podcast. Interrupted again because I don't have a special space. This is why I hang out in my bathroom and record in the bathroom. But if you want one, shoot me up. It'll buy me my drinks. It'll upgrade my equipment, which should make the podcast better. And on that note, I'm going to just say if you haven't frigging done it yet, go over to the Dusty Shedwood Company. Give them a like, tell them I sent you, and frickin' order something from them. They did pretty good over Christmas. I don't know if any of it was from me plugging them, because I haven't had a chance to talk to Mr. Dusty Woodshed himself, but we will find out. And on that note, before I get interrupted again, don't walk a mile in my shoes, because that won't impress me. Live 30 seconds in my head, and you will understand why I'm a messed up northern boy, and these are my tales. <laughs>